Auditions are well underway for the post of lead announcer here at Hutton Orbital Radio News. We know that the listener demands crisp, clear diction. And whilst we no longer insist on an RP accent, it should at least be intelligible. The queue of potential candidates has been very long all day, with, of course, two metre gaps between the hopefuls. The audition panel consists of three unlikely individuals ranging from a man whose trousers come up to his armpits to a woman whose dress barely reaches up to her navel. They have had what's needed drummed into them over and over and over again until they are the bored, bored, bored. They had lost all hope of finding someone with genuine talent when, through the obligatory dry ice fumes, strides a handsome figure dressed all in shiny purple from head to toe, as if he'd picked all of his favourites from several tins of Quality Street and couldn't find anywhere else to hide the wrappers. He takes a deep breath, and so do the panel, as now, maybe at last, their task will be over. Our mics are live! Next! Hello everyone, it's Thursday evening again. It's around 8.30 in the evening and unless I'm much mistaken, it's time for a little bit of Hutton Orbital news. I'm Dick Chafing and it's not just because I'm wearing shorts that are far too tight in this heat. It's because my parents had a little bit of a sense of humour. Mr and Mrs Us Chafing. Good thing I wasn't the girl as they were going to call me Fanny. I'm Rudolf Hucker, and I'm glad my family changed our surname from Art. I'm Harry Balzac, and as anyone knows, that's just a stage name. I'm really Sean Scrotum. I've always been like this. And by marrying me, Lou saved me from being normal sass. <laughs> Thank goodness for that. We wouldn't want anyone to have a silly name, and now... It is indeed time for the headlines. Banter bus set for final stop as Hill Parsi Blues head home. Simbad so bad that he forgot to press bong. Simbad so bad that he actually attacked himself, the latest from Dubunal. Mobile station inflation in more ways than one. feels like, or mug doesn't. Anyone ever wondered what a four billion credit dump feels like? For mug doesn't. Imperial prude yells. That's Tiddlywink Nudes. Pocket Lining Looney tries to prove that he's smartier than your average bear. We find out what's what in Hutton Space.
first tonight it's the final voyage of the big bubble banter buswing and what an adventure they've had over the last few weeks they've visited some of the most stunning sites in the galaxy they've become astronomers xenobiologists xenobotanists volcanologists explorers stunt pilots miners and just about everything in between what started out as a lone banter bus running some cb comms with nearby commanders has rapidly evolved into the Hutton wing known as the Hill Parsi Blues, all flying, <clears throat> all flying crates looking great in special effect blue, complete with cunningly and rather artistically placed paint splodges, and posing in front of just about every selfie limpet in all manner of intrepid looking poses. With their own signature radio call signs, secret handshake and initiation rituals, this subset of Hutton's PWP wing have moved their base of operations to the Hill Parsi system and will be setting forth once the banter bus hangs up its ticket machine and its now stopping sign, often vandalised to say many rude things. If you're alone and need some banter, if no one else can help, and of course, if you can actually spell Hill Parsi properly, you can hire the B team. Yes, that's B for banter. B for Baz, B for Bus, and of course, B for Behave. The shenanigans over in Colonia are rumbling on, and Sinbad the Bad has opened an offensive on yet another front. This time, he's drawn a line in the virtual sand and fired his opening barrage via the media. Yes, he's employing propaganda to further his cause. Not content with stealing candy from a baby, not happy with leaving his dodgy girlfriend Goldilocks loafing around the common room over at Dunker's Rest. He has waxed his moustaches, sprayed himself with a whole lot of brute for men, donned his most evil-looking cape and marched into the offices of Sagittarius Eye. Hutton's reporters had already discovered his latest dastardly deed. He's been waging war on his own population over in Mobia. Yes, having thrown his forces to the wolves, he then launched a full-scale assault on them. Dressing this up in the media as trying to prevent a disaster in Mobia, which of course was caused by the Dunkers, formerly of Ed's 38, we're utterly sure that he is going for this sympathy vote. Not a team to have the wolf in sheep's clothing pulled over their eyes, Sagittarius Eye published his flowery article and made sure they included a secret code message to the rest of the galaxy that all of this was a lot of hot air. Namely, calling Sinbad the Bad's home system Fart Auri. What may have seemed like a guff, sorry, gaff, was actually a cunningly crafted hint that the article whiffed to high heaven. Fresh from beating himself up, there is no current news as to what Sinbad the Bad is up to, but Hutton dispatched one of their bravest reporters deep into Dunker's Rest this week, and we will be bringing you a special report later. So many buttons. Good evening. That's the Brewer Corporation have taken a leaf out of Hutton's playbook and organized a special event this week. Yes, in their final phase of testing of the fleet carriers, they've blown the budget on a big beta blowout. 
They've built a barrage of big blow-up, mock-up, rock-up, and try-not-to-cock-up carriers, specially for those commanders for whom the words big bucks refer to our very own Mr. Naked's sake bill. For sale. For the cost of a couple of tons of void opals, these pumped-up cookie-cutter cutout carriers have all the facilities one might imagine, thanks to the wonders of advanced inflatable engineering, but will only last one week. Or until they go all droopy and floppy. This appears to not be the only thing that's inflated at the moment as a number of eagle-eyed commanders manage to spot a bit of a hole. Test pilots have found a new way of emptying their bank accounts in record time, almost as fast as they filled in. No, we don't mean by buying power play locked equipment just in case they want it for one of each ship in the future, or grabbing a fleet carrier. We mean taking their money and literally flushing it out of Cubicle 3 and waiting for a passing ship to scoop it up as a tasty cargo. Their latest wheeze involves cunning market manipulation, winged rewards and selling things back to themselves for a fraction of the original cost. Current estimates are that they can pass cash at a rate of 20 million credits every 15 minutes or so, or marginally slower than a boring run on diamonds. Will the Bank of Zeons can cotton well the Bank of Zeons cotton onto this free money printing ring before the galaxy is declared bankrupt? Will it lead to a devaluation of the credit? Will inflationary pressures bring about the downfall of civilization? Or will a quick patch be slapped on the hole in time to prevent all of the contents leaking out? The old Prockle Centauri is usually a quiet place. It's a long way from the bubble and pilots who reach there with smoke pouring from their AFMUs are usually gasping for an ice-cold megagin at the end of their 22,000 light-year journey from Hutton before realising that it's Alpha Centauri that has the gin, not the old Prockle Centauri. Now, not all commanders are desperate for a drink, but one thing that they are all in dire need of is a dump. No matter how you do it, no fleet carrier taxi services yet, you'll have visited a lot of systems that don't have anywhere for you to unburden yourself with what's in the bowels of your ship. Yes, exploration data can build up on a long trip, and it's important to remember to go to the head. The head of Universal Cartographics, that is, and dump your load. Commander Waller81 recently took this to the extreme as he sold 4,444,558,000 credits worth of data at Fort Mug. Yes, nearly four and a half billion credits. That's 89% of a fleet carrier right there. Doctors have spent the last two days trying to uncross the commander's eyeballs and specialists from Hutton's Cubicle 3 elite deodorization team have been flown in to deal with the aftermath. If you're planning to visit Fort Mug in the next few days, please be sure that the cloud of glowing green gas does not signify that there has been a Thargoid incursion.
Officials at the finals of this year's Galactic Tiddlywinks competition were congratulating themselves on a high turnout what is usually a sparsely attended affair when an Imperial Senator noticed that many of the visitors looked remarkably similar and all said, Welcome home, darling. Would you like to listen to Dockers when you squeeze their arm? The PR firm responsible for publicity of the Tiddlywinks said that these were premium mannequins designed to be ultra-realistic and they usually accompanied pilots on long exploration missions but with so many pilots stuck in their home base they had to find somewhere to store these acquiescent companions. The senator who raised the issue has said that there will be a full inquiry and has promised to return the sample that he has borrowed once he has gotten to the bottom of it. Rumours that the retail outlet Wonders Emporium and Footner Optical sells such startlingly open-mouthed and amazing-looking lads and ladies of leisure as personal massage devices for your intimate relations on long space journeys are of course just that and we are assured that they're actually normally used in window displays, possibly in Amsterdam, but that's only a rumour. I would have never been there and definitely never to that bit and of course wouldn't have a clue what you're talking about. Galactic Self-Promotion Supremo and styled saviour of the galaxy, President Hudson of the Federation I'm just going to check where I am, sorry, has yet again been polishing his own trumpet and pocketing more than a little pocket change from behind the scenes business with enterprises that go hand in hand with being a partially elected dictator. With systems regularly rotation between pirate attack infrastructure and outbreak, he has taken it upon himself to suggest that everyone in the galaxy immunize themselves with his Hudson brand advanced medicines, available from all good pharmacists. It turns out in his regularly watched Federation News Digest, not to be confused with the Galnet News Digest, he read about the therapeutic effects of dehydrated dihydrogen monoxide tablets and promptly instructed his federal scientists to devise a daily dose to help stave off everything from mods to space lurgy. Not noticing the facepalm from his senior scientific advisors, nor the fact that the Federation News Digest is a parody broadcaster, he demanded that he be the first to try popping these little pills. His business has invested no small amount of money in the company that was appointed to mass produce them. In readiness for the next outbreak system state in any location, he's uh, heard of and a heard of and B can pronounce properly where you're being sent to the front line of the against the Thargoids without any green goo protection his science team promptly cracked open a couple of packets of Kuhlman's Onomons not to be confused with a similarly named sugar coated chocolate and nut filled treat available in the 21st century and putting them in a pillbox on his desk Onomons? Hudson's been omenoming his omenoms now for a week and says that he's never felt healthier. He's got minty fresh breath too. 
Is it time for a federal... Uh, <laughs> I nearly didn't get that word right. Is it time for a federal election yet? <clears throat> Lou's not here this week, so he's left me in charge. Not that I'm not the rest of the time, but I'm even more in charge than normal. Looking at his notes, I can't make head nor tail of anything, so I'm just going to look at hotforthemug.com instead. Ross671 and Corkery are in need of a little tickle at the moment, along with the home of the Hillpar Sea Blues. So if anyone's got a free minute or two, it would be lovely if you could pop along and do a little bit of a tidy up for Alvin. Someone has broken the big handle that flushes things over in WISE 0855-0714 and it has all backed up a bit and is going a bit stinky. Looks like we've got full infrastructure failure there, so if anyone has a bag of tools, a hazmat suit and all the supplies we need, we'd be really grateful if you could spanner it back into shape please. More worryingly, there appear to have been some naughty people doing naughty things over in Barnard Star. We're not saying it was um, Mr Shouty, but it was Mr Shouty. He and his friends over at the Barnard Star Dockers have managed to cause a little bit of civil unrest. The locals are revolting and we need to give them a bit of a hosing down. Anyone who can bring a little bit of hot and bounty hunting along to Barnard to quell their tempers, it would be much appreciated. Other than that, over in Hanky's colon, Tia is also an infrastructure failure and an election at the same time, which probably means that whoever was stuffing the ballot boxes went a little too far and caused them to burst at the seams. Any pilots not helping the Dunkers of Dunkers Rest having a spare minute or two, could you unstuff the hankies tier please and bring the election to its conclusion? Other than that, I don't think there's anything else to report this week. Thank you everyone. That was good. It was. But thank you. I think Mr. Balzac's gone to sleep. I think I think we've broken Harry. <laughs> You're gonna have to use sign language. Yes. Yeah. Well, I think he signed <laughs> he sign signed to me the word you're welcome. <laughs> 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 there we go. Yes, we know. I was talking to the listener. Um, the listener, you know, the, the listener. Uh, we have a listener? If I'd have known, I'd have put on more makeup and worn that little strappy number. <laughs> okay. Thank you, too. And uh, now it is time for our first tune, and then we will be back here with some banter and our very own special report from WNL. So no, it's, it's WNL. Is it? WNL. 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 Okay, yeah, see that. Yeah. Well, so ask yourself, do you feel lucky punk? Do you feel lucky punk? Well, do you? Because this song is 
do, do you know what I mean, Harry? It's dirty Harry. It's not. It's not that dirty Harry, is it? Do you know what I mean, Harry? That's Frank Bruno, isn't it? <laughs> no, no, it's Clint Eastwood. You have to do your best Clint Eastwood voice. Eggy Pilgrim. Nope, that's the wrong one again. He's the one <laughs> that's got the thin mouth and stuff. Just <laughs> go, go like John Wayne thing? instead, and then we'll, we'll leave it <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't do either. Well, I'll just do the horse. there, <laughs> little lady. <laughs> Um, it's Dirty Harry by the <laughs> Gorillas. Uh, we'll be back after this. And we are back. Uh, hopefully you enjoyed that little, little uh, what do you call it, tune? Tune, music. Gorillas, yes. Dirty Harry by Gorillas. Is there a theme this week, Mr. Vantian? Well, uh, there's sort of a theme, yes. It's not exactly a very difficult theme, but you may get it by... Two tunes in, maybe three. Okay, well, we'll we shall um, get your guesses in to Commander Palantir uh, if you so desire to take part. Um, so, yeah, your first song, Dirty Harry by the Gorillas, if that helps at all. Um, get your guesses in to Commander Palantir. Whatever you think. Oh, he's, 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 he's coming back. Oh, we've got yeah. Palantir's joined us. Is, that, is that better? Can anybody hear me? Mm. We can just about hear you. You you sound like you've got your head in a bucket, Squire. Can you hear me now? Yeah, wow. it's strange. We did, a, obviously, before we go on air, we have a wee chat, we check the sounds, and everything's fine. And then the minute we went live, Harry's microphone decided to change itself. And um, it sounds still a bit rough, but... Um, uh, it, do, it does yeah, sound like weird. his camera is... is can, doubling can you hear me now? Yeah, your, we can hear you. doubling up as a microphone, yeah. sir. Oh. But it sounds but, like very radio like Anyway, yep. we're, we're, we're back. We're, we're, we're live. I, we can blame the infrastructure failure. You're not sitting... I can actually see behind you. It looks like you're in the infrastructure failure at the moment. Well, I, I was just flying this... Oh, you're back. Uh, yes, I, I think it's um, an update with um, a new Stream Deck update. Ah, well, the mic ah, now yeah. sounds beautiful yeah. and we hear your yeah. wonderful tones. Mid, 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 oh, shall I, shall, I, shall I reboot immediately then? <laughs> right. <laughs> No, I anyway. was just I was just flying this ship, and it and it's all it came down round me. You know, don't know what happened there. All right, I where think, are we I up think to? you've been visiting Has the anyone infrastructure failure over at Wise O eight five five now. Mm. Yeah, sorry about that. That's all right. Bloody right. technology. What's it? Well, anyway, yeah. we're 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 in the studio as usual. We're, this is our video week this week because it's Mr. Cow Week, which means he's turned all the cameras on. Indeed. Um, yes. So, for for those <laughs> of you. <laughs> Fifty-two times Hutton was a bellend. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know who this Britain <laughs> guy is, but what a historical arse! For those of you listening in black and white and who can't see the video, yes, yes, there, there, there is a there's a book on screen, and it, it looks very special. You may have to read us a short paragraph from it at some point. Pick well, one, yeah, anyway. well, maybe I should have looked at it before we had that idea because I'm not sure if any of it's suitable yet. <laughs> So, joining us in the studio, obviously, um, mm. sitting in the Bahamas, socially distant on his, his very, very pleasant-looking beach there, we, we have Mr. Cal, yeah. also known as Dick Chafing. My private um, little island here uh, on the um, the outskirts of uh, you know the, the Scottish islands uh, in the New Eden um, Reserve Park. Um, yeah, we we have this uh, beautiful. Um, I mean, it's it's you can't go in the water. Um, it's toxic, but it, it, it looks lovely. 
It's a bit more dihydrogen monoxide, isn't it? But a bit saltier than normal. But we yes. won't talk about being salty at all because we definitely aren't salty here, are we? No, we don't do salt. Salt's bad for you. I mean, I, I, no, I'm no, always, it's, yeah. it's very bad for the heart. Yes. Well, d- depends if you're grilling it, frying it, or um, just sautéing it. Sometimes a little bit of salt can be quite good with heart. Um, because obviously, no, normally, I'll kind of come back to the salt in a second. But obviously, um, now I don't know whether everybody else can see it in vaguely the same order or not. But next to Mr. Cow, we have got Amelia. Good evening, hello. Amelia. Hello, Is hello, it Tuesday hello. yet? Ah, uh, so <laughs> left it on a cliffhanger, really, didn't we? Well, well, yes. Now, Cow, have you been following the ongoing expedition of the the good ship Innocent? And the things it doesn't get up to. I I, I had a chat. We had a chat with Amelia, and I can't remember when we had a chat, but I was hearing some of the antics and the stuff that you guys were getting up to. Um, is there a place we can go in and see the sort of um, logs of what goes on? Uh, yes, it's called Hutton Orbital Radio on a Thursday night when I talk to Amelia. Yeah, also available no at media.forthemug.com. Okay, right, <laughs> so here. Here, you know, yes, as in right now. You know, it but, might be a cool thing to write up on on the on the website or something. No, I, I think antics. the only thing we could do is get the apology officer to write it for us because, you know, having survived um, ploughing the ship at high speed through buildings and through people, and um, we, we decided to um, go and take ownership of the the very good spaceship that we had, and then fly it out to another system where a mysterious signal had been discovered. And we discovered the mysterious signal, and we. We flew <laughs> down through the atmosphere of a gas giant, which was very pretty, losing most of our very hull on, on route because we went 35,000 kilometers in to a gas giant, which tends to be bad for the hull, and discovered alien technology, at which point we spent a long time pushing buttons and uh, picking things up that were, could be described as a bit of pipe, a small black box, <laughs> and and then we decided to activate the self-destruct and blow the entire valuable, never-seen-before alien structure up before we could actually investigate a damn thing. And we escaped with a random piece of computer technology that promptly then managed to interface with our spaceship and can only give us one-word answers before everything blows up on the ship and we have to spend 20 minutes fixing it. So we keep asking it questions, which it says, yes or no to, and then it blows up bits of the ship. And that was most of our evening, I think, wasn't it, Amelia? That was the short, short version. But the, the ending, the ending was the cliffhanger. Oh, yeah, we have a new cliffhanger. Yes, we've been attacked by narwhals. <laughs> narwhals. <laughs> yeah, we've, we've been attacked by giant space narwhals. So, yes, we failed dismally to discover alien, alien technology and are now being attacked by a giant space narwhal. I've been bitten on the least. narwhals once, but... You know. Yes. It, it's sort of pointy and horny, and it's coming in our direction. Oh, aye. Yeah, uh, that was the one. <laughs> and my my uh, midweek dinner date with Skip Rat as well, so it's kind of the same thing. <laughs> Something horny <laughs> coming at you. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> so, yeah, and so, Amelia, I mean, you're, you're clearly, as our GM on Tuesday nights, having, oh, fun, having fun. Oh, yes. Because we're spending our entire time being suspicious that you're about to kill us all, so we're not doing anything dangerous but still, you managed to <laughs> nearly kill us all. So, um, yeah. Well, you know, I wouldn't be doing my job right if I didn't try and kill you as the GM. Yeah, well, no, last the week before, the dice were trying to kill us, I think. Either that or Peter was. Yeah, yes, sometimes Mr. you Mr. do Wallace it yourself. Group. You don't need me. <laughs> <laughs> no, not at all. So you, you need at least an eight, guys, on, on, on 2d6. Well, we've got two. Does that, does that count? 
Or three. Three is the magic number that you guys seem to roll all the time. Well, three, as the song says, is a magic number. <laughs> anyway. So in your uh, case. <laughs> well, well, thank you very much for hosting our Tuesday Traveller game there in the Hutton Games room, Amelia. Absolutely. Um, my pleasure. Uh, we, we can't wait for Tuesday to come around again and work out quite how disastrously badly we can do everything yet again. Mm. Um, I can't wait either. Then, and oh, Elite Week Kai Zen says, stop being so suspicious and said, trust that she's trying to kill you. No, we know she's trying to kill us. <laughs> I don't understand why in the cartoon of Dungeons and Dragons, right, everybody trusted the little dude in the, in the robes. Because <laughs> it was quite clear he was setting the whole thing up just to, you know, <laughs> cause trouble. Yeah, he didn't look trustworthy, did he? It's not like you were if you were out at the shops that you would think, ah, that little two-foot-tall bald dude with the dodgy moustache and cloak and staff, I'm sure he'll be able to watch my car for me and look after my valuables. Well, every time he's around, the big multi-headed dragon and the dude on the horse turn up and try and kill everyone, so there's a correlation here. Is there a subtext in that? I'm going to have to go back and re-watch that. If that's the actual point that that series is making, is if they would just kick that wee guy in the stones, everything would be fine. Well, well, if they'd gone back in time and done it, but if you haven't, they actually recorded the audio recording of the final episode that they never recorded, and there's actually an audio clip of the final episode because it got canned, and they did they did an audio recording of it with the original cast, and you discover stuff, but I'm not going to spoil it for you. But yes, ah. if they'd gone back in time and kicked him in the diddly doo dars then none of this would have happened. Yep, it's always the way, it's always the way. Well, I received some mystery gifts today, and I don't know can who we just, from... Can we just introduce, before you oh, go to that yeah, sure. one, can we just go along to Flossie and say, so just go down the line and, and say hi to the rest of the crew. So, yeah, Flossie, Flossie, good evening. Good evening. Um, uh, you're on a planet at the moment. It looks like you've parked your anaconda somewhere handy yes, behind you. Yes, I'm on a planet. I, I'm not sure where it is. It? <laughs> it looks nearly as hot as it does around by me, actually. I'm sweltering yes, here. Yes, it was rather hot, I think. Yes, mm, and, and, and and we're assuming you're well this week? Yes, yeah, not too bad. I'm, uh, we're surviving so far. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's that's good news. I mean, we'd hate we'd hate to sort of open up the screen and just see sort of a smashed anaconda behind you, and then a, a boo from the background. Yeah. And anyway, moving along to the end, we've got um, Harry Balzac, also known as Palantir, who may I'm, or may not have got his microphone back in. I'm back, and my microphone is working. You are, and you're you're back in the pub, I think. Uh, yes, it's it's well, I'm actually uh, at the Queen Vic, and I. All <laughs> right, geezer, whatever. You're not Which is my the closest mom. I've ever been to it. Yeah. Yeah, you bitch, you slag. <laughs> no, really, I'm I'm not worth it. No. <laughs> Leave it out. Yes. Yes. And 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 of course, bring, bringing up on the on the tail gunning here and allowing him to talk about whatever he was holding up to the camera a second ago. We've obviously got uh, Mr. Cow. Yes, good evening, and sir, and yeah, yep. the Queen Vic's lovely, by the way, I left, um, I think I left my wallet there, um, if you could check behind the pool table, um, I think that's where I left. Uh, so. Yeah, it's it's there, but it's empty, sorry mate. Oh, <laughs> farts. <laughs> oh well, at least, Anyways, yeah, someone will get the joy, someone will get the use out of that, that's fine, uh, my 12th cruise. You were saying that you'd received some things today. Yeah, I got one of those, you know, random knocks at the door and handed a parcel and 
in which I found a copy of this uh, fantastical book. Yeah, it's um, 52 times that Britain was a uh, Belend. I believe that's from the French Belendian uh, or the Latin. I think someone's for been Bel- doodling on your book. It does. It certainly seems to be. Uh, we were royal shits to prisoners and once forgot a prisoner to death. Forgot a prisoner to death. That sounds like something that Sinbad the Bad would do. Yeah. It's it's. I mean, it's got it's it's illustrated. <laughs> right. They forgot. <laughs> what is that man doing to that horse? I'm not sure this is. <laughs> He's putting it through a scanner. <laughs> that's why. That's why. I, that, unfortunately, that page didn't have anything really bad on it. And then the other thing is um, this potty piano. <laughs> With the um, the tagline "Play a jingle while you tinkle." Uh, now is available that the from piano from? Is that the piano from Big? You know the one he walk, walks up and down. Well, and plays you know, chopsticks if on. you're going to put it to scale with what else is in the picture, then uh, I can assure you, yes, it is big. <laughs> it's not big and it's not clever. <laughs> but if you're going to do a two-player version in your toilet, it's going so, to be breaking which... social distancing <laughs> rules. For only four credits, four ninety-nine. This could be yours. So with with, um, with 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 gifts like these arriving at your door, mm-hmm. and of course my timeline popping up saying you should really be in the Viva Brazil eating vast amounts of meat and getting drunk with your friends. Oh man, what do we have planned this time round? I mean, last time oh. was Viva Brazil, and and I think was no winner was up the last time you were up, uh, and then we met uh, Commander Goose who turned up on the street after telling this waitress that we picked up Mr. Winnard from the street and that he was our special <laughs> needs friend that we'd found in a sheltering oh, in, a, in the street. And uh, she gave us an awful lot of flack. But uh, again, um, I don't think we've had a bad night out, really. We've had um, mental nurses. We've had uh, strange, drunken Chantel um, and her friend Why Hona. are you so posh? Why are you so posh? I think that was the only sentence that that girl was capable of saying. Well, just the fact that when we arrived in that pub after the, the restaurant that we'd been to, we arrived in that pub and she was already um, trying to be barely conscious on the table and it only came to when they started chucking everyone out. Anyway, yeah, this is the time of year where Dave is doing uh, some kind of event in Glasgow and uh, we all decide that it's a good idea to go for a different meal or try something different and we meet up with our apologies officer. No, they, no, no, hang on a second. You're skirting the actual truth here. What normally happens today when coincidentally I'm in Scotland is that we're there because you're celebrating something. Well, no, I celebrate it because you guys are here and therefore it gives me uh, more than... Because when you go to, you know, if I go to my wife and I say, well, it's my birthday, can I go out with all my friends? Kind of like the last time when it was our anniversary and I said, can I go out with all my friends and not you? Um, <laughs> which we managed to get away with somehow. But <laughs> I think she just likes to see the back of me in special events. But yes, it is. Um, I have turned what, 45 today and uh, that um, it's it's been a horrific day for hay fever, it's been a beautiful day for weather, a horrendous day to be stuck inside because the temperatures have been right up. And, um, and you think we make the stuff up about him wearing very tight shorts is all made up for the radio. <laughs> it's, um, what's, what's it, Sweaty Balzac? What's, what's, no, Harry, Harry Balzac. <laughs> I always get that wrong. Um, but yeah, we normally go out this weekend. This is normally our, our week, well, this weekend or the 
weekend before, and it usually ties in around with the Eurovision uh, as well. Um, so we get to have that kind of dual, lots of fun weekends in May. Um, but this year, yeah, we're going to have to wait. I don't even know when I'm going to get our our next Viva Brazil. It's going to be a while, but I really look forward to it. And if you've not tried Viva Brazil, it's um, <laughs> it's a challenge. If your name is Vantion, meet yes. If, yep. <laughs> if your name is Vantion and you see the wonderful sheet, a picture of all the different cuts of beef and meat that they're going to bring round your table. Uh, you see that as a dartboard of which you must go round as many times as you can. Meanwhile, everyone else in the entire place is struggling to get through it once. Um, the really nice thing about it, I think the one reason that I really love that place is it's an, it's an evening meal with loads of room for conversation around it, mm-hmm. rather than you arrive, you've got half an hour to an hour of waiting for your meal to start arriving, and the conversation stops dead. On Viva Brazil, you have small bits of food served to the table continuously, and it just allows a much more uh, social experience, uh, if you like meat. if you I don't think they've got a vegan Brazil. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they, they bring you 15 kinds of vegetables cooked on the grill, one <laughs> after another. It's like, you know what, I'd still give it a go. Uh, but maybe but, some halloumi. It, 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 does halloumi count? Well, that's not vegan, is it? <clears throat> I can. <laughs> it's not vegan, though, Flossie. You're still not vegan. Um, no, but I'm yeah. not vegan. <laughs> but we, we, we generally, uh, we'd meet up at this time of year, and it's quite sad. Um, but equally, uh, there are so many people that are struggling far worse than us uh, mere mortals. And if you are out there, I mean, oh. I know an awful lot of people have taken to Zoom and social media. If you've not heard from your pal that you've seen, you know, there's usually around most days, just checking on them. It's it's getting harder. And I know that certainly in Scotland, we've got another week to go uh, before the end of the lockdown. And um, that's going to be interesting as we go into no, the new Before year. the start of the end of the lockdown, yes. you've got to start to it. It's a bit like Windows is preparing to update your computer. At the moment, Scotland is preparing to think about opening. Set phase to one. I'm yeah, getting oh a, a really um, weird... But anyway, well, actually, you, you were saying you know, people are struggling far harder. Well, we're about to make you struggle a little bit harder because we did make you a promise. Uh, you don't so have could to. You, could you please take your hands away from the buttons? For <laughs> <laughs> no, the hands away. Because um, we have to, it, you know, we, we do have to. Are we, are we ready to, to, to sing him happy birthday, everybody? Yeah. Ready. Right. Ready. Somebody count us in. Three. Three. Two. One. <laughs> Happy birthday, birthday to you. you. Happy, Happy birthday, birthday to you. Happy birthday, Mr. Psychocow. Happy birthday to you. you. And, many, and more. many more. Well, I'm Scottish, so there probably won't be... <laughs> more cowbell, more cowbell. <laughs> Thank you go. very much. Uh, but yes, <laughs> we're right. we're yeah. It's, it's it's a very bizarre year this year. When I know there'll be many people that'll be selling and celebrating anniversaries. I know that um, Susie's mine is in first of June, and then it'll be her birthday on the seventh of June. So um, we're going to be carrying on the whole um, social distancing, stuck at home, not doing stuff, and missing out on some of the things that we would normally do. But as I say, um, we count ourselves very lucky that we're able to 
skirt this whole um, pandemic with very little ill effect. Right, 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 right. Um, yeah, what else do we got to do tonight? We've got a huge birthdays. We've done birthdays, ban banter. Well, we need to visit the okay. bus because obviously tonight's the bus's last stop. Is so it? if you've got a sort of a ding ding, it is. It's I think it's last stop tonight. Should we Jeez. should we grab should we grab Commander Kinrain and um, <coughs> off the bus for a second? Anybody got eyes on the Kinrain? Here we go. I think I've got him. Well, no, I may have got him. And yes, I think we have a Kinrain. Are you there, Mr. Kinrain? Oh, can he hear buddy. us? Can he hear you? Yeah, sorry, we're just lined up for a selfie outside Curie Gateway. <laughs> oh well, unfortunately, the the, the you, selfie you stick you're just going to have to wave around. <laughs> <laughs> no one expects the Hutton Inquisition. No. Certainly not there. Then <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're just getting sorted out before we've got a fair few jumps to do. So twenty-two for me. Well, look, oh, Mr. Cowers, you missed last week's updates. Do you want? Do you want to interrogate as we've dragged him into the studio, the Kinrain for us? Well, yeah, um, uh, about yeah, absolutely. I mean, we've been obviously um, in TeamSpeak most nights, uh, playing the various different cowboying simulators that we can find. Um, while you've been up there in that room full of people, how has it gone this last week for you? Well, before I answer you, Cow, can I just say? Happy birthday to you. We've done Happy that bit. Happy birthday to you. Oh, I have. <laughs> it's been great, Cal. Thank you very much. It's, it's been really, really great. Uh, we've had a fantastic time. And I was saying to Dave earlier that since the first day I met Dave, Dave has always extolled the virtues of PWP. And I was always kind of like listened to it and thought, yeah, yeah, I can see that. But I've always sort of gone out on my own. These last three weeks have been the best fun. Just playing with other players and having a laugh, and um, just going to see in loads of stuff that I'd, I'd never even thought of going and seeing because I was too busy getting credits. Um, so mm. it's been a, it's been a real eye opener for me. And as a group, we'll stick together in the game. We're thinking about trying to um, make uh, Curry Gateway and Hillside uh, the jewel in the trucker's crown together. Okay. By loads of Loads of missions and, um, oh, I've got a big Corvette right in front of me. I'm sorry. I think it might be there. <laughs> I, think he's, I, think, I think he's all right. After last night, um, it all got a little bit spooky last night. We were jumping on a, a Federal Services uh, Python that landed in our SRVs and he got really cheesed off of us in the end and threw us all off. But, um, yeah, it's been, it's been great, Cal. Really, really great. And um, we'll, we will stick together as a group. We've arranged to, we're going to do a, at least one night a week where we all join up and go off and do the Guardian sites or, or do something together. So as far as a bonding exercise is concerned, it's been a massive, massive success. And, you know, it's given, some, it's given us all somewhere to go at 9 o'clock every evening for, for 26 days. So um, it's been worthwhile, certainly for that. That's brilliant. I mean, I think you know that's one of the most important factors of, of when you do any kind of small event or large event, is that it does inspire that sort of feeling of I've really enjoyed this having coming home at the end of the day of uh, whatever whatever your experiences, whether you're one of our um, spectacular, amazing, we should be celebrating you to the ends of the earth for having to work through this lockdown and take all the risks that we're 
given the choices not to and you're able to come back from those kind of shifts and then you've got something fun to do with friends um, in the evening on a regular basis, that can be a huge factor in getting through a day and then looking Absolutely. forward to the next I, I tell you what, just as just as you're just as you're talking there i've put up a little image on on my screen here of a bunch of crates in special effect livery hmm. <laughs> that's us that's that's, that's one of them <laughs> and then i can i can i can change it here we go and that's a close up on your special special effect paint job on the crate with an srv on top of it it looks like oh that's me yeah yeah, that was that was the big uh, the big selfie mission that you were doing. I'm just trying to find the one also of you balancing on top of. Where, where's uh, there's you lot balancing on top of a? You were talking about on top of a python. Hang on a second. Let me just. Right. Uh, here we go. Oh. And there's you guys balancing on top of a python. There we go. That python got, that got SRV infections. He let us <laughs> yeah, about five minutes and then just suddenly took off and threw us all off. <laughs> And, and, and then well, called his would, mates. Wouldn't you? <laughs> he called his mates. We had to kill him. <laughs> they, they, they came and chased you all away, I assume. Well, we but you've been you've been up to you've been you've not been up to all sorts of stuff, haven't you? Out there? Um, oh, I, I can't remember. Was uh, if if this one if this one was you guys as well attacking viciously attacking some unarmed rocks? Yeah, that's that guys? I, me, me and my new ship. I, I bought myself a cutter and kitted out as a mining vessel. Uh, we've been to a couple of Inra bases, Guardian Ruins. Um, what else have we been to? Mega ships, Generation ships. Uh, went to see the Jameson wreck twice. A um, couple of graveyards. Um, a mining graveyard. Okay. Loads of place where, where, you, where you told me to go, Dave, really. <laughs> and this is but coming... Been, this is, your, is this your penultimate adventure today? Or this is the ultimate adventure, count. This is it. This, this is, is it. it. This is this is the the firework display will happen at about eleven o'clock. Um, sadly, we don't have the, the tech to do a eighteen twelve overture to go with it, but we are going to have a firework display, which is basically Argon firing stuff and letting my point defenses go off. It creates a great effect. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. I mean, it looks. I mean, it looks incredible. Good fun. I've got actually one of the planets that you went to behind me here at the moment on on screen. With all these great big, great big canyons, and uh, obviously your ship floating over some really deep-looking and and spooky-looking canyons <laughs> there as well. Yeah, that was last. There you go, like, move out the way. But um, we, we've, we've seen some amazing. It looks like places. incredible. It looks like incredible fun, and and yeah, thank you for organising it as well. I know you were trying Hello. to come up with something for everybody while they were in lockdown, something to do. And do you want to give um, a shout out to some of the names? I know you're going to forget a few. Don't don't worry if you do forget the odd one. But do you want to just um, call out a few of the commanders that have been joining you on this mission as well? No, definitely. So we've got Tau Z um, has been a, a regular. We've got Argon has been a regular. Uh, Valaran, um, Snake, and Flossie has joined us a few times. Um, over the last couple of nights, we've been joined by one of our Danish commanders, Nils Christensen, uh, Commander Ice Geezer. Um, and then tonight, and joining us several times as well, we've had Commander Chewbacca. And Commander Aiden. Um, so we've had people dipping in and out. Um, I don't know if I'm going to get his name right. Snarked, Commander Snarked. Has joined yes, Snark 3D, or yes, it's Snarked. Yeah. Yes, I think it's, yeah. he's, he writes it Snark 3D. Yeah. 
That's it. And the Commander Naughty Body Wash, of course, has joined us a fair few times. Not really to fly with us, just to come in and have a chat. And just a really, really lovely guy. And, of course, we were joined yep. by Fun Commander Funky Abigail uh, a few weeks back. Um, it was just oh, about 6 6 a.m. in the uh, 6 a.m. from Australia time, I think. Crazy. Such a lovely, lovely person and very patient whilst we were all learning to boost off neutron stars. Uh, we went out to Jackson's Lighthouse. Well, anyway, so, I, I mean, obviously, are, are you are you guys still going to be around um, on the odd evening during the week? Are you going to be publicising? Hey, we're all going to go and do stuff and uh, yeah, advertising I, the banter bus. Obviously, not daily because that's that's horribly draining. But um, <laughs> it has been it has been worked out quite a strain. It's something I really really look forward to. It's a little bit like my dog walks. I really really look forward to it, but you know you have to do it every night because <laughs> you've committed to it. But um, it's been great, and I couldn't have wished to be with a nice bunch of people night after night. It's been really, really lovely. Sorry, they're, 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 the tr- they're the truckiest, truckiest of truckers. They are filthy truckers. And um, <laughs> Commander, Commander Jay Whitehouse, uh, sorry, was the other, the other commander who's been with us night after night after night, and it's been brilliant. Just abs- And we've managed to rekindle his love of the game as well. He's currently grind, grinding out credits in mining to, to be a billionaire. Or, actually, not grinding out, playing the game the way he wants to play it and relaxing and earning massive amounts of money at the same time. That's, um, well, look, thank yeah, you fantastic. very... Yeah, thank you very much for organising it. Um, anybody else got any other questions for Baz before we let him go back to his selfie? No, don't think so. I'm hoping to get blown right, well, up by Fargoid by, by, by the time the light is through. So I'm definitely going to have an SRV blown up by Argon. Oh right. Well, uh, I tell you what, we're going to let you get back to your selfie now, and thank you very much for coming to uh, coming to join us on the show. And obviously, oh, you, as usual, it's a, it's a hearty um, for <laughs> the mug. By the way, do all of your do all of your wingmates have Hutton decals for their ship? Because if don't. they don't, could you take could you take names, please, sir? I certainly. And shall. obviously, because it's proper truckerish behaviour, they have earned themselves Hutton decals for their ship. Brilliant. Um, so yeah, t- take names, ping me a PM, and I'll give you a bunch of the uh, the codes for Hutton decals for those that don't have it for their uh, for their ships. Ah, oh, that's wonderful. Cheers, though. Thank you very much indeed. No worries at all. Right, I'm going to uh, move you back upstairs for the mug. Okay, for the mug. For the mug. For the mug. <laughs> right, that's it. We've kicked him out the airlock. So, um, so. Uh, Commander Palantir, what else has been going on? Well, you know, obviously we've 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 had the birthday, and we've had the fifty-two ways that that Britain fluffed things up book, and um, we've had the banter bus. Is there anything else that's been going on in the last, let's say, two to three weeks? I no, I, I, you mean sort of testing various large ship type arrangements? That's the thing. Yes, I think we've. Uh, we've just launched the beta blowout, or they stole yes. the idea from us. Yes, it's a blowout, but with without any cake this time. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't know. I haven't had time to go into game today, so I have not been able to go and buy one with for one million. I mean, everybody's going to want to have one, aren't they, at that price for a, a <laughs> oh, week? Yeah, yeah. Mm. Just, just for a week. Yep. Yeah. To see if they can see if they can break it. But it's but like it's like I, I go down to the Rolls Royce showroom and take take one out for a test drive, and then oh, I'll never be able to afford one, will I? <clears throat> Well, you might put something, do, in, the, put something Amelia, in the glove box. Amelia might teach you how to, you know, crunch rocks and make yourself unfeasibly rich in in double double short order. Oh, I I can mine. I suppose 
it's finding somewhere with enough material to mine that's that's my issue. I find it, and it's great, but it still takes several hours to get. Oh, yeah, you can't, it's not even a billion an hour. I mean, what is the point in doing it if you can't get a billion an hour? I mean, what what's the point? You know, I've been in this game for three minutes, and I do not have my own freight carrier. What is the point? <laughs> Are you being salty? No, I'm being silly. Because you know which way salty leads, don't you? Yeah, oh, yes. It leads to the naughty step. And Flossie knows where the naughty step is because that's where she's put Lou this evening. Ow. Yes, because Flossie's banished him to the naughty step. I don't know what transgressions he's done this week, but Lou is missing in action and over on the naughty step at the moment. Did she also ban, um, you know... Mr. Our, our our top trucker as well. Did he? Did she did also take care of Buck? And and for that matter, Mr. Witherspoon too. Has she? Has she been just sort of like banning everybody? Flossie, you are in a maniacal, mad tirade of uh, what's the word? Uh, punishing our 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 group. Um, what what me? She, she's elite, she's elite with the band hammer. She definitely either that or she's one of those you know, those those black widow characters, isn't it? Isn't what they are? You know, the, you see them in murder mysteries. You know, the lady that keeps bumping everybody off and then looking sweet and innocent afterwards. It's always the quiet <laughs> ones, isn't it? Miss Marbles. The quiet ones. That's what we'll call you, Flossie. Miss Marbles. <laughs> Miss Marbles. Oh. Sean, Sean, there's a new idea for Flossie's bit. <laughs> yes, there is. Making a note. Making a note now. <laughs> right. Well, I, I tell I tell you what. Um, if if we haven't got anything more there, Mister Cow, do you have on your nice little soundboard? Because um, we we've shuffled the show around a little bit. But do you have something special? Because I know there are one or two people who have been waiting for this one. I think there's a a, a few of the Dunkers from Ed's Thirty Eight, and there might be Simbad the Bad himself listening in because we did send a roving reporter over to WNL in Colonia to Dunkers Rest. Okay. To do a little bit of digging. Oh, now is it the kind of finger mining in the nostril digging? I think it's more of the take the shovel and walk behind the 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 large um, cud chewing creature and then shoveling it as fast as you can into the into the hut and script. <laughs> okay, here goes the button, the fat finger, push, launched homing missile. Push, With the conflict over in WNL now hitting the media and claims being made on both sides, Hutton have sent a reporter to find out exactly who this Simbad the Bad is, and whether he deserves his nickname. We found one of his primary school teachers, Mrs Figgis, now retired, and asked her to give us her first impressions of the young Simbad. So how was Simbad as a young lad? Studious? Well-behaved? Oh, he was such a naughty boy, always calling out in class, and oh my, yes, he was a terror around the girls, always used to pull their pigtails and make them cry. Did he grow out of this as he got older? Oh, if anything, he got worse. Took great delight during Mr. Spleen's science class in dissecting frogs. Mind you, he was very good at it. But we wish he hadn't done it during chemistry. Did he ever get detention? No, that was the thing. Butter wouldn't melt. Denied everything and there was never any evidence that it was him. Got away with it, scot-free. We all knew it was him that fed Onion Head to the class hamster. <laughs> 
but could never prove it. Poor little Hammy. He was never the same. His old flatmate from university had a few insights. We were never sure what it was he was studying. We, we assumed it was one of those media degrees. The kind where you spend all morning in bed, walk into campus after lunch, then come home an hour later. How is he to live with? Oh, hell on earth. Kept using everyone else's stuff. Used our kitchen scissors to trim his toenails. Finished the bog roll, never replaced it. Left his dirty underwear all over the shower floor. He had women round at all hours of the day and night. Never the same one twice, mind. On the subject of relationships, we tracked down an old girlfriend. Things were going so well. His rakish moustache and sharp features were just what any girl wanted on her arm at a party. But I had my suspicions. About what? Well, all those gifts. I mean, I never asked where he got all the jewellery and the perfumes. I just thought he was earning well. How was I supposed to know that he just found them lying around in a locked room in the Imperial Palace? Go on. And then... I found him with... With my sister. (laughs) That must have hit you hard. That bit wasn't so bad, but... My mum confessed to it too. A picture of his early life is quite clear from these interviews. But what about his working life? We tracked down his first boss. I remember being very impressed during his interview. Well dressed and a startlingly good CV. It was only later that we realised that Media Publications Administrator referred to his paper round when he was a boy. And what's more, We spoke to the shop, and there was a strong suspicion that he dumped them in the wheelie bin at the first house. We put him into sales after that. What better job for someone with that much front than to work as an estate agent? Did he last long? Oh no. He was headhunted by the revenue as a tax collector. They said his particular set of skills was perfectly suited to this. Either that, or a traffic warden. It appears that in this role, he excelled at spreading misery and dismay, and rapidly rose through the ranks. Rumours of extortion and blackmail never amounted to anything, but on leaving, he amassed enough of a fortune to found his own faction. His first job interview question appears to have been, so, got any form then? As we were leaving, an old work colleague had a few extra words to say. He turned me into a newt! Really? I got better! And there we have it. Bad to the bone, total bounder, Simbad the bad. You heard it here first, on Hutton Orbital Radio. Jeez, what a reporter to make her. That was uh, was enlightening. Digging up that information, it was just, you know, I don't know where he found them all from. So I mean, I mean, I almost, you know, I closed my eyes and, and, and I could almost picture these people. Yeah, obviously, you know, it's it's not a member of the team that <coughs> you've you've met our roving reporter. We 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 found him hanging out um, <clears throat> somewhere in Founders World with brown envelopes and a, a dirty raincoat on. That kind. Yeah, he, he well, he said he was sick of working from home and wanted to do go out and about and do do an expose. <laughs> That's good to see. Yeah, that could have gone one or two ways. But uh, well, goodness, it went that way. And uh, Sinbad, what a what a what a rotter. Sinbad the bad. We've got proof now, because Sinbad the Bad is a very bad person. 
What a roar. I thought there was a clue in the name, to be honest. Mm. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> He's on Strictly now. <laughs> I thought he was on Coronation Street. Well, no, was he? Well, don't hang about, mate. Don't hang about. He was down the East, East End. Yeah, he's been out. Oh, you might be socially distancing. That's meant to be, you know, not going to, you know, large you, gatherings. You will notice there is nobody with me. Wherever I turn up, everybody else buggers off. No, I can see them in the background there. You've got the band with you. That's not socially distancing. Look at the house. Well, they're a long way away. Look. Hello, man. Oh, I, I, no, they're, I tell you what, they're not two meters apart. No. Well, those are some of the mannequins from, from Wonders that we mentioned in the news earlier, I reckon. None of them are holding up a sign saying, they love you long time, are they? <laughs> right. Uh, where are we? Where are we doing next? Next we've got... Oh, crazy. Uh, well, yeah, yeah, well, I, I was going to say, before anybody complains that we've completely forgotten Flossie, we haven't. <coughs> but obviously, Wotherspoon's on sabbatical after spending too long in the sun today, so we've had to bump Flossie. Oi, <sighs> I don't like... I don't feel like being bumped off. It's okay. We've only bumped you to the other side of the next tune. So coming up after this tune, it's Flossie. She fills the gap so Wotherspoon doesn't have to. I think it's jolly rotten of you. And on that note, it's Johnny Rotten by the Soap Girls, especially for the fragrant Mrs. Flossie. <laughs> Okay, well, yeah, that was that was a cracking tune. Um, we are now going to hand over to the... Uh, are you all good for this, Flossie? You all ready? <laughs> yep, I'm ready. Fantastic. <laughs> Let's pass over to Flossie! When the universe is in trouble Bug infestations in the bubble Your home stations burn rubble what on earth can we do now? Interstellar initiatives Let Flossie tell you what it is Then you can get involved with this You should listen to what Flossie says Interstellar initiatives Flossie tells us what she thinks it is Then you can get involved with this Now you should Listen to what Flossie says. Hello, Flossie here, back with this week's Community Goals News. Who am I kidding? You know as well as I do that the Galactic Story Mill has ground to a halt and most pilots are stuck at their home base wondering what to do. Well, as they say, the dastardly don makes work for idle hands. So many of you had written to me asking for advice about your personal problems. I'm not known as Fox Flossie the Fixer for nothing, you know. And so here are a selection of the dilemmas you've sent to me this week. Commander RK says, Flossie, I'm an explorer and I've been out in the black for many lonely months. When would it be appropriate for me to share my feelings with my distant companion, constant companion? I'm feeling the need to unload my exploration data, if you get my drift. Well, it's always best to be honest, I say. Keeping feelings hidden for too long isn't good for your mental health. And besides, I imagine that your David Graben bobblehead already has an inkling of how you feel, if those photographs you sent me are in any indication. Commander AF asks... Why, oh, why, oh, why can't hotbox commanders change the colours in their cockpits? 
silly boy. Non-hot box commanders can't do that either. They just wear coloured glasses to make it seem as they, they can and use crayons on the pictures that they post because they're so enthusiastic. You're suffering from keenness envy. Get over it. Commanders BF and CJ tell me that they have fallen in love from afar. One lives at Beagle Point and the other at Amundsen Star, 83,058.6 light years away. They wrote to me to say that they've never met, but say they feel a quantum entanglement. They'll be using focus crystals and astrology next. Their letter ends, help us, Hawkey One. You are only hope. Look, you two. All you've seen so far are each other's hollow me projections, and we all know how accurate they are. For example, mine is six foot five professional alligator wrestler called Colin. My advice is to settle down with someone on your side of the galaxy and avoid what will only turn out to be a massive disappointment after what, let's face it, would be a journey that would make Rincewind Cumbery blanche. I'm not going to read out the question from Commander DM, as even this station has standards. I'm just going to say that, no, that is not the normal colour, and the smell does not make it sound any more attractive. My advice is, don't touch it, and from the sound of it, no one else will either, so that should minimise the contagion. And lastly, Commander D writes, I've recently found myself with more time on my hands than I expected and got bored with drawing, so I made a life-size model of the Taj Mahal out of gin bottles. Bombay Sapphire, of course. I'm not a Philistine. My problem is it's taking up all of my cockpit. How do I get rid of it? Well, Commander Drag... Uh, sorry, Drag Sir. This is a sticky one, isn't it? Over centuries, people have wondered what was the secret of how to get a ship into a bottle, and here you are, fretting about the exact opposite. My advice is to continue to build and maybe a model of the whole of Agra, and when you finish that, aim for the whole of India. A few more gins and you won't care how much space you have left. Plus, it's recycling day on Tuesday. That's all the time we have for this week to deal with your problems. I'm sorry that I didn't get time to answer all of your letters that were in my post. Commander V, continue to hang on to that ledge, and I hope to answer your query next week. And Commander DC, please don't worry. Small is such a subjective term. Flossie told you what to do. With the musical chairs in the studio this week, we're robbing Peter to pay Paul. Or in this case, chucking Buck back Buck to make room for Amelia. He's called us a thief, which is a good coincidence because that's the title of the next tune by the Fratellis. We'd like to apologise to those listeners who specifically tune in at this time of the evening to listen to the lone star leader of men that is Buck Naked self-stylized spokesman for Lacon Spaceways. According to Buck's minder, Mr. Eric Markey, Buck must have bought a calendar that suffers from the handicap of not containing any Thursdays. 
for those of you who don't give a damn who reads the stats, you're in luck. <laughs> Mr. Music Man, strike up the band. Anytime you're ready. Now you're a trucker. All you gotta do is truck that truck. When you're a hunting trucker, if you can't turn a profit, then you're out of love. It's for the mother that we fly all over the space. Point to two lightning, it's crossed at a hell of a base. Just turn the wheel and keep that smile on your face. Maybe someday soon you'll be a top trucker. This week, the biggest jumper since my auntie tried to knit a pullover for a giraffe was Commander Midian Cabal, with a total of 115,000. 178.45 light years jumped. That's nearly to Seoul. That's nearly from Seoul to Beagle Point and back again, Commander. What happened? I mean, did you set off on an expedition and realize that you left the light on? Hauling cargo, Commander Mindwipe bought and sold a total of 73,833 units. Actually, he bought a few more than that, but I like to think that he donated the rest to the Home for Bewildered Pilots. Our top mission runner, <laughs> and it feels so right to be saying this, was Commander Montgomery Python, with a total of, and it doesn't feel right to be saying this, a mere 356 mission points. Best at reducing the number of the Dastardly Don's Pirates this week was our old friend, Mezer Kurin, with a total of 59,348,444 credits and some red-hot railguns. Driving the Hutton bus this, bus this week, but bus this week, Commander Marco 2612 transported 2,250 passengers around the galaxy. Their screams can still be heard as far as Sagittarius A-Star. Have you seen the Marco Drive? A special mention this week for a category that Buck doesn't normally cover, as you've heard earlier in the news, Commander Waller 81 crashed in nearly four and a half billion credits worth of exploration data. So well done, and thank you. Our fastest run to Hutton is still held by Commander Brett Riverboat in one hour, 22 minutes and 31 seconds. But our fastest run this month is Commander Retired Navy IT-1 in 1 hour, 23 minutes, 18 seconds. If you're retired, you should have plenty of time to practice, Commander. How did we get these figures? Did we write to every Commander and ask for an update? Did we robocall everyone and ask if they had a piloting accident that wasn't their fault? No. These clever pilots use the Hutton Helper which allows us to keep up with what you're doing around the galaxy. If you don't have it installed, go to the website hot.forthemug.com and download or register. And if you're good enough, then you can get your name read out on this radio show. 
And more than the life-changing kudos that you would confer, you can also get a Hun Orbital decal for your ships and your SRBs. If you had your name mentioned this evening and you haven't already got one, then get in touch and we'll make sure you get your decal. We call the preceding nonsense Hutton, Hutton's Top Trucker. And for reasons that escape us, it's sponsored by Lacon Spaceways. And apparently, they're the only ships in the galaxy that have a space for your butler to keep the spare silverware, as well as a waiter's friend. Okay. Um, yeah, not quite sure what happened. <laughs> happened there anyway um it's time to hand over for flossy and now it's time for our next tune and we think you're getting the gist of this one now this one's dedicated to someone we appear to know very very well but aren't naming in public because that's just too salty but we know he's bad to the bone by george thorogood what a freaking rocking pile of tunes you've given us this week, Dave. Um, amazing. Well, I mean, it's the theme writes itself, you know. We come up with the idea and then we have to find some tunes that match it. So it's obviously been a good idea. Um, before we go any further, though, I would like to say um, thank you very much <clears throat> to, uh, to our contributors from the audio earlier as well. We're not going to name them because our impressionists are very private people. But um, they've done a cracking job, and, and thank you very much. It was nice to hear. I, I will, we will name Snoz. He managed to, he managed to get some Snoz in there, and we say hello to Snoz too. Plus, if we mention the others, they'll want paying. Yes, <laughs> but we don't, have to, we don't have to pay him because Alvin pays him in, I don't mm. know, mm. hair or something. Yep. Mm. Something like that. Hi, Snoz. Yep, hi Snars, there we go. Um, but yes, uh, thank you very much to everybody. It was good fun uh, putting that one together and it will be, as usual, uh, uploaded to the website. So if you go to media.forthemother.com, not only can you hear almost this all show and its the entire show in its entirety, uh, excluding the music because we can't do the music, um, you can also hear a digested version of it, which is just the news bit from the start of the show and any special clips that we record get uploaded to our skits and skits and sketches and bits and bobs bit on that page um i think they go down the bottom don't they mr cow they do they do and they're all sorted by the most recent then all the way back uh we did create a new category to pull the songs out as well um but we are currently uh, doing a massive overhaul bless you happy birthday <laughs> Fortunately, I managed to get the knob to, to not broadcast that one, but everyone in Zoom, unfortunately, had to listen. Excuse me, hay fever is kicking my arse today. Um, but You're yeah. doing it wrong, then. It's supposed to go up your nose. Is it? <laughs> it's driving me bonkers. Well, if you will sit there on, on, on a beach, you're probably allergic to palm trees. That's what it is. <coughs> oh, he's off again. He's exploded. That's it. There's a small cow-sized detonation. Yes, on well, the we, other we know where we know it's where the cow breathes out of. I didn't realize it's where he breathed in from. Um. Anyway, uh, should we should we do our guesses? That's certainly not where I talk of. <laughs> yes. Uh, or should we do? Let's do it. Should we do a recap? Should we do guesses or a recap? What do you think? Uh, quick recap. Let's do a quick recap. So, um, Flossie, tune mm -hmm. number one this evening was Dirty Harry by the Gorillas. And Amelia, song number two? 
Johnny Rotten by the Soap Girls. And Mr. Cow, song number three. It's Thief by the Etchu Fratellis. And Sean, song number four. Bad to the Bone. George Thorogood. He's in the fucking TARDIS now! So this is this is clearly clearly one of the more difficult themes we, we've ever had because we have had a few guesses. Um, so our first guess this evening, oh, crikey, there's a whole pile. It says show six replies. Oh, there we go. Right. <clears throat> so we, we, we're going to go in. Or I'm losing my voice again. It's the Hutton Frog's got me now. You sneezed on me. Sorry. <clears throat> <laughs> That's it. I'm dying. Um, the, uh, our first guest this evening, we'll go with Amelia. Have you got our first guest there? Yes, our first guest is from Kai Zen. He says, I have a guess. Is it how Leo DiCaprio saved that gorilla park by donating like two million euros this week? Mm. I don't think that's right. Nope, I don't think that one's right. And then uh, Flossie, you can see one from our, our very own Jester D. Yeah, Jester D. As a hand washing to beat mods. Uh, aka COVID-19 or Cubicle 3 is finally getting cleaned Nope And then uh, Commander Palantir you've got another one from the yeah. very prolific Kaizen Ka- Kaizen been very busy this evening uh, after, after a second tune asked is it something to do with trash piling up in some areas due to COVID Dirty Harry and Johnny Rotten I can see where after two tunes that might have Led you, but premature. And then Mr. Cow, Lave Radio have been guessing, haven't they? Oh, dear. Well, you know, well, Ben, is, so I was just about to apply my face mask to stop spreading diseases around here. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well... That'll well, never moisturise. From, 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 from Eddie Lee Wise, from Lave Radio, and his husband, Ken, and his wife, Barb's, reckon, okay... Oh, crikey, he doesn't even write English, does he? Do the theme is something to do with... Oh, I can't even... He he thinks it's to do with cleaning stuff. (laughs) Uh, No, it's not to do with cleaning stuff. And Amelia, he had another guess immediately afterwards. Yes, Um, he says, okay, now I think songs that don't actually suck. That's very pointy coming from our sister radio station there. Now, do we think that Mr. Cow is gaffer taped shut? Do we think when he pulls that off, any remaining face hair he had from shaving this morning might might end up vacating the premises and causing him to squeal, not like a cow, but like a little piggy? When he, <laughs> squeak when he pulls that gaffer tape off. I kind of forgot tra- how tracky this stuff is. <laughs> It's what we use for the cables. <laughs> Fortunately, it's low residue, but it's bloody sticking. <laughs> <laughs> if he if he did have a moustache, he now doesn't. You appear on this radio show. How much more tacky do you want? <laughs> I just gave myself a Brazilian. <laughs> anyway, big, big so, load of meat to know. Well, oh, that was all the wrong guesses. Mm-hmm. And we've got we've got we've got some possibly possibly good guess. Hang on a second, we've had something. Uh, no, we've got a guess in from a a um, tech monkey. Sean, could you read the guess from the tech? Yes, monkey? well, the tech monkey posted one that's come from a a Mister Midden, Mister Galactic Midden, and it's 
Is it names I used to call my mum? Also, <laughs> Muth is beautiful. Uh, I think someone's someone's so nice. pretending to be somebody else here. Someone shouldn't be drunk when they when they post these things. No, well we'll, we'll go with we'll go with the correct guesses. Um, who do we think should go with the first of the correct guesses, Mister Cow? Go on then, you can go with the first one. Give give him some credit. Okay, so uh, I think it's Kaizen is our first correct entry this evening. Then mm-hmm. um, who was in at nine fifty three? Shimbad the bad, the dirty Harry, Johnny Rotten Fife. But Amelia, somebody yes. else, also Litho Breaker. He says, since 21 will only chase me for an answer, could it be Simbad the Bad, that evil, evil man who defers dunking and bans biscuits? Do you know what? It, complete shocker. You might be right. The entire theme of the show this week has been all about how bad Simbad the Bad is. The dirty, rotten thief who is bad to the bone. So congratulations to you two for getting one of the most <laughs> obvious themes we've had in months. Yeah, it's, it's very, very interesting. What happened to your your um, your physical being there, uh, Vantin? You seemed oh, there you are. He's appeared. Woohoo! He's back. Yes, know. sorry, turn, I, I had a, I had a button related incident. Turn up, turn BRI. off. Turn it off again. No, turn it off. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, that was that was great, and it is a, a slightly well, not not particularly much shorter show tonight, but um, um, we do wish you mm. all a, a nice, um, enjoyable week. Uh, I know that uh, Kaizen was asking about the Eurobismal competition. Uh, we did that on Saturday. There, I. Haven't uploaded any video anywhere. You can still watch it on Twitch for the next wee while, um, but it will disappear <laughs> soon. Uh, and that is because every video in it doesn't have any rights for me to to hold on or republish whatsoever. So we won't. Mm-hmm. It will be confined to history. It will disappear, mm-hmm. only to have been enjoyed in the memories of those who were there and part of it, of which. Thankfully, an awful lot of you were, and that saved me being some sad man. You're sitting not, there you're not going to do a karaoke YouTube. version. You're not going to record a special karaoke version. Well, I don't know. Um, I know that it's only a number, thirty songs. I know that a number of our uh, particular uh, entrants actually contacted their various bands, and uh, I actively encourage you guys to send a little note in to let you know, let these acts know how they fared in this non-important, completely minute, no prizes given competition. Uh, but our winning song was a real cracker, and unfortunately every morning when I wake up, um, <laughs> it's in the bloody back of my head, bouncing away. Yeah, the just, A to Ur of Iceland. It's just, yeah, so we'll maybe play it right at the very end of the show after the last song, so stick around <laughs> if you're interested in that, Kaizen. It was a real um, humdinger, and... Um, Thanks to the sterling work of the Tech Monkey Move and uh, Antares Fusion, we had some new tech for the Twitch channel and the websites that really worked spectacularly and, in fact, opens up possibilities for the future. And then when you've got the support of the likes of Mr. Winnard, Mr. Midden, in the background firing videos and creating content for you to use, it makes it a real joy. So we are pretty certain that we will be doing another song competition around about Christmas time if things come together. Whether or not it will be a Christmas song competition or not would be an ideal opportunity, but 
I don't think I could possibly stomach thirty Christmas songs, even on Christmas time. I don't know if I well, could. You, you know, you know, <laughs> my my other half is a, is a major fan of celebrating Christmas on the other 364 days of the year and has a <laughs> countdown on her office wall and at home of days till Christmas that starts <laughs> on the day after the last one. So you'd have one entrant for the entire thing. Well, I mean, I think it is, you know, what we were looking for was, one, something to fill the void of not having the Eurovision Song Contest uh, this year and missing out on seeing some of the amazing acts that we'd spotted, uh, including the Little Big and their uh, wonderful Eurovision entry, um, which was quite funny to watch. So we were all really excited about all that, so this was a way to kind of try to give us a focal point, and it worked brilliantly. We had a ton of laughs with it. It was an awful lot of fun, and yes, we're just trying to work out best ways to go forward and to... We're going to have to do something about the 30 entries took us... What, four and a half hours to get through and about an hour and a bit for the voting so four and a half hours so three hours to get through all the videos which is a lot longer than I'd anticipated but it wasn't it wasn't painful some of them were painful no no it was it was enjoyed thoroughly by everybody and thank you to everybody who put all of the all the effort on um, Commander Edlevi says we should all sing the Iceland one now no we're going to play it after the show <laughs> Yes. Uh, oh, there's somebody inquiring as to how Mr. Moof is. Mr. Moof is unwell. He's, he's fine. He is doing well. He is feeling well. He is shielded uh, from everybody. And um, he is, um, I don't know. I don't know if he's had any updates. Have they, have they worked out, Mr. Moof, Mr. Tech Monkey? Are you human? Yeah, yeah, I definitely human. The only thing that uh, does concern me is I've been reading all the shielding documents, and nowhere does it say I need to remain chained. Oh, no, no, it's, it's definitely. <laughs> so in. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't. It's you know. Definitely in there. I saw for that, your I own think, safety. I think it was. That done, was for our safety. It's on the copy of the letter. The, the, it's, yeah, it's on the copy of the letter I received here. It's just guidelines for you know for caring for the shielded. Yeah, just here. There we go. It's clear. It's, you can see it. Just, yeah, just, but just, your just, your letter's got a lot of crane marks on it. There was specific advice given. Um, so sure. you, yeah, so shut up or I'll, it says I should make them tighter if you start talking back uh, oops <laughs> yeah, but I'm doing absolutely fantastic uh, these, uh, the latest meds which were the last ones available are the magic beans I just need to get fit again because I tried to cut my grass the other day and uh, it took me three attempts because <laughs> I kept getting out of breath oh. <laughs> oh, yeah. I've got a tiny garden yeah, I think there's an awful lot of us that are going to be going into. I know they said you they recommended that you take advantage of your one um, hours exercise a day, but the majority of us took that as an optional. Um, a day, <laughs> yeah, a day. Um, I thought it was in total. <laughs> that could be where you're struggling. Um, well, thank you for that, and yeah, thank you for your help with the other websites and in fact all the nonsense ideas that we come up with here at Hutton. <laughs> genuinely, genuinely. And generally have a, a, a huge degree of tech monkeys fingerprints on them to make them work. And if you're not a, if you have, because um, we were having a look at the various different things and, and um, 
trying to link some of our um, services and websites together better. If you happen to use your own uh, Apple device or uh, iOS or, or, or whatever the other one is, Android, and you happen to be a user of the wonderful Hutton Orbital radio app, which didn't open up there, um, I'll try it again, <laughs> open your bugger, which should look like this. Uh, and then we'll allow you to listen to the radio. We found out that there's an awful lot of you, actually, far more than Dave and I suspected using this app and listening to the radio show tonight. Thank you very Wait, much. Mr. Cow. Yeah? Mr. Cow, how might somebody find the Hutton Orbital Radio app? Well, the easiest way is to go into the various store of your device and search for Hutton Orbital. Or you, if you are a tune-in user, if you're using Sonos throughout your house and your own equipment, then your tune-in uh, apps and things will allow you to add the Hutton Orbital radio theme, uh, theme, radio stream to your Sonos devices as well. So it's on iTunes. And, and also for those of you with Amazon Echo and Amazon Echo Dots, you can yes. say play Hutton Orbital Radio on tune oh. now it has a hard time understanding the word hutton sometimes it does. you might yep. need to speak clearly um either nope. that or use your mobile to kick it off i know just got... play my last once you've done it once you can just oh. say play my last radio station on tune in and it does it again yeah i have a tip okay don't say hutton say play orbital radio on tune in and it'll find it better than okay. if you say hutton let's, orbital let's give it a live mm -hmm. test alexa Play Orbital Radio on TuneIn. There we go. First time. Oh, God. Hold on. Um, um, Alexa. <laughs> Infinity Stop. Loop! Whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa, let's have some feedback. Whoa. <laughs> yeah, so so yeah, there's a number of ways, but there's an awful lot of the people using the app and that is wonderful and we really appreciate your support and all the things that we do in the creations. And by all means, if you're wondering where that weird song that you heard produced once or whatever, you'll find the majority of our content is available on the media.forthemug dot com website to check it out is there anything else we need to shout out is there anything else going uh, on this yes weekend? we do have a get well soon as well we have a get well soon to commander zulu romeo oh, oh. poor zulu oh well um i know i sent that wasn't that was was it zulu? that was zulu romeo you said you sent some headphones to zulu didn't you yeah so hopefully they're uh working well for you from our our vecm i had a, an actual wee message from uh spider mine games the other day as well <laughs> who are still really um on high from our VECM event, so um, shout out to them as well. But yeah, hi well, and for those of you still waiting on prize stuff, obviously, the ones we've been able to get out are people who can get to the post office who aren't shielding some of the pictures and other prizes have all gone out. There are a number we're still waiting to get out, but obviously, some people are shielding, they can't physically get to a post office to get a delivery done. We haven't forgotten about you. Uh, I think 75, 80% of them are done. And there's a few that either we have to have made, like the um, printed ring-bound ship guides, which we have to wait for the printing firm to open up again. And there are a few that we can't ship until we can get out to the post office, some of the larger special effect bundles. We haven't forgotten about you, and we will be sending them out as soon it is, is, as it is safe to do so. Yep, I've <laughs> also got the... Uh... If you happen to play hanky and get spanked, uh, I I would I would have asked the opposite who spanked the hanky, but I know that none of you actually did, so there's no point in worrying about it. So I'm going to have a hell of a lot of spank the hanky badges left over, but we're going to send them down to hanky, and hopefully we will make this 
a, a regular occurrence at uh, the ECM real events where you'll have an opportunity to try and beat Hanky and earn yourself one of these badges. They are due to arrive here with me any day now, now that the business that had them made have returned to work. So they're going to send them out and then I will get them packaged up and out as soon as I can to you. If you've not let uh, myself or Hanky know your address details, then please get in touch. Um, in fact, I don't think I've got any. I'll probably get in touch with you anyway, just to make sure. And uh, we'll get updated addresses for you as soon as possible in that one too. So that that was my notices. Does anybody else have any notices before we go to the end of the show bit? No. No. All right. Our final tune this week comes all the way from Bollywood and superstar foreign actor from the movie Rock On. It's Sinbad the Sailor, which is what we're expecting all you miners to do. Good night, everyone. And don't forget, it's all for the mug. For the mug! mug. Yeah, good night, everyone. We'll see you back here next week at half past eight. Mm -hmm. Or, yeah, ish.